Welcome to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles. The Dallas-Fort Worth area continues to be an incredible area for real estate investment. People are constantly curious and confused about where to begin and what to do. The Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast is designed to help bring you clarity in an ever-changing market. Welcome to today's episode of the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles. Now, building trust in real estate is extremely important, and I'm super excited about my guest today because he knows how to do exactly that while still being his authentic self. Calvin Strain is a top producer with Fathom Realty here in North Texas, and he knows a thing or two about building trust. Welcome, Calvin. How are you? Hey, that's right. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Good. Well, I'm excited to have you. And listen, I'm just going to jump right into the deep end here because trust the beard, right? Trust the beard is your trademark. (laughs) And for those of you that are actually watching the video version of this podcast, you can see why. What's the story? Well, the story is I started off uh, five years ago. This is my fifth year. I've been in real estate. I guess now is my sixth year, but five years in. So just getting started, and I was kind of putting together my brand, uh, tested out a couple different things, and I asked some friends. I was like, hey, guys, here's a couple logo options. Which ones do you want? And there was like six or seven of them. One of them had a beard, and they said, dude, pick the beard one because that's who you are. That's you. Uh, so then I just kept running with it and eventually decided to trademark it. And that's part of, I think, the trust is be yourself, and people can trust that. They can really sniff out if you're being fake. A hundred percent. In fact, total side note, and and we can not worry about this later, but my son was on a trip this summer and he was on a catamaran and the captain came down and he was telling one of the kids, you know, I don't like you because I can tell you're fake. And that's the truth. You're absolutely right. People can read through people that are not being authentic. And, you know, do you do a lot of social media, right? I do. Yeah. Social media is one of my favorite things. I just think it's fun. And it's also a great way to market. Okay, so how do you ensure that you remain authentic and show your true self so that you don't come out looking fake on social media? For sure. Well, I think one of the best things is uh, I'm, I'm married, have a beautiful wife, and uh, she will definitely call me out on something if it doesn't seem like it's really me. Um, <laughs> but thinking of that, we're good at happens. that. We're good. Yeah, y'all. Are, yeah, y'all are great, man. Nice. It's y'all are great, great. Um, so I think just if something makes me laugh. Um, just if I, if I would find it funny or if I would find it useful, I'm going to post it. If I don't think it adds any value, I'm not going to post it. There's a lot of realtor graphics out there for social media, Instagram, people post. And, and honestly, I don't think they add value. And that's why I've never put those on my page because I wouldn't appreciate that as a consumer. And I'm only going to put something out that I would appreciate as a consumer if I was in their shoes. That's great advice because I, you're right. We're all trying to figure out how to do more and save time and, there are so many resources, but sometimes those resources can take away from us being us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's cool companies out there that their whole business model is just to pump out graphics for, for people to post on social media, regardless of your industry. And so just, you know, make sure that you vet it and you're pretty thoughtful in what you want to what you put on your page. So having done this for a little while then, and there's a lot of new agents coming to the industry and reality, a lot of seasoned agents that are trying to figure out how to leverage social media. And we've already talked about, you know, building trust through authenticity. 
but of course, you know, time is an issue. What's, what advice would you give them? I would say it's so easy to overthink it. So break it down to make it as simple as possible. Uh, that's what I've done. It's kind of, kind of a little bit embarrassing to share this with you guys. But if you look at my page, I think I'm, I'm wearing this like the same shirt in each one of my posts. And I've got a couple different oh. versions of the same shirt. But I just started, I found myself overthinking what I was going to wear in these, in these videos. And so I just made it as simple as I, as I could. Uh, same clothes, same setting, my, in my car. Um, I'll do it every Tuesday after I get my hair cut. I'll batch record, things like that. Just make it as simple as possible because it's so easy to overthink. I had a coach actually just say the other day, it's time to oversimplify the simple. And that sounds exactly like what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, it really is. You've got to you gotta explain it to like a kindergartner and, and you're the kindergartner in this case, or I am, because if, if I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Okay, good. So let's flip, let's flip the page then, because that's some great advice for agents. Now, there's a lot of people that turn to social media, buyers and sellers, to find an agent. So here they are on the other side looking for what they see. We tend to be attracted to things that look nice or that catch our eye. So what advice would you have for buyers and sellers that are looking on social media to kind of dig through and find the right connection and the right person? For sure. I think one, look, try to find somebody on social that, that you would click with just in real life. Like if you would want to you know, grab a drink with that person, grab coffee with that person, just hang out with that person. Y'all are probably going to be a good fit, of course. Now, once you pass that first line, then you got to make sure they're professional um, and they're really and they're competent and they're good at their job because you don't want to just hire anybody. You want to hire someone who's going to get the job done and get the job done right. But do a little bit of social stalking. I think it's kind of fun to social stalk. We were talking about that a little bit before the show. Uh, and and if you think they'd be a good you know friendship fit, then they'd probably be good to work with as long as they check those other boxes of getting the job done well. So probably even more of a good reason for agents and people in the industry to show their authentic self on social media, right? Because you you want to attract people that you'll enjoy working with as well, and they need to enjoy working with you. It's a two-way street, right? Oh, man. Very, very well said. Yeah. Because you're going to love working with people like you. They're going to love working with people like them. And so if you're faking it, then you're going to get they're going to attract these leads on social that really aren't, aren't going to be the best fit for you and you're not going to be the best fit to work together. Um, but then the reverse, you could hit a home run and, and match with your best friend and, and that's your new listing agent or buyer's agent. So what do you think would be a downside of an agent partnering and working with someone that wasn't a good fit? Oh, well, it's, um, <clears throat> you'd be very frustrated. There'd be the communication issues. You know, you like, phone calls, either like text, or you just speak in a different language as far as, you know, you're beating around the bush, but they're really direct. I think it's just a big headache and you avoid a big headache if you meet somebody that's a good, if you use someone that's a good fit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then you, you risk your reputation, right? You can try so hard to make someone happy. And if you just can't do it because you don't click from the get go, then what does that review look like? And what does that you know experience look like on both sides? So, Oh, absolutely. And I, and, 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 I, and I think to empower agents too, I mean, it's okay if the person's not a good fit. That's why I think agents need to be good friends with people at their brokerage so that if they're not a good fit, they can know the personality of the other agents they might sit next to and just say, hey, I may not be the best fit for you, but I've got a really good fit for you over here. And you can just refer that way. Yeah, I can see that too. So 
Would you say that that's just as equally important in your relationship partners that you have? Because as an agent, you build a sphere, right? You build a sphere of partners that you have to utilize through the transaction title, lenders, home inspectors, roofers, things like that. Would you think that was as equally and important in that sphere? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you building trust, we talked about earlier, it doesn't just go with you. It goes along with if your vendor partners, they if they're not trustworthy, well, that looks bad on you because you referred them to that person. And, and you know, I want to make it easy as possible whenever I'm working with any buyer, any seller. I want to take care of everything. And uh, if my lender, if my vendor partner uh, drops the ball, then that looks bad on me. Does your lender have a beard? <laughs> he does not have a beard. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'd probably get a little beard in the baby dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I got some good lending friend partners that have beards, so you guys can <laughs> compare notes, I guess. So. <laughs> awesome. All right, so trust—that's really what we were talking about here. You know, building trust with your clients, building trust with your partners. You know, building trust through the transaction because at the end of the day. The experience for the client is critical. You agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all about. I mean, you're as a and you're selling so many things in this industry. I mean, you're, one of the things you're, you're selling a service, which is to you know sell the house, buy the house, everything that goes along with that. But I feel like you're also selling an experience. People are, are buying a house or selling a house. Buying a house sometimes be more fun than selling a house. But that part of that experience, they don't want to be worried about all the headaches that come with it. They want to just worry about finding the right home or selling their home and all the fun that comes with it. So as an agent, I'm going to take all the headache, all the stress from them so that they can have that full experience that they really want. That's awesome. Yeah, I I can agree. It's very overwhelming, right? It's a big experience. And, And you as an agent, you can do a lot of heavy lifting for them if there's that trust built in. 100%. All right. Tell me a little bit about your journey into real estate. Yeah. So my journey into real estate, went, went to Texas A&M, proud Aggie. And uh, then I graduated, came here to Dallas-Fort Worth and was working in the business world. I realized the cube life was just not for me. You know, just sitting there eight hours a day was really tough. I went to, after a couple of years in the business world, went to work for my church for a year because I love Jesus. And I was like, hey, I'm going to work for my church. And But then I realized that ministry wasn't my calling either. And so I just really prayed like, Lord, I believe I give you the most glory with my life if I'm doing something that I'm fired up about every single day and I'm wired to do well. You, you, you made me, you know how I'm made. I'm just asking that you lead me into a career path that really matches the way you, you wired me so I can give you the most glory. And Lord put on my heart real estate, hopped right in. That was a little over five years ago and I haven't looked back since. That's awesome. What, what a great story, you know. On a personal note, I, I carry a little bit of those same sentiments. And I always say, you know, I'm helping the people that I'm meant to help and they are brought to me, not by me. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So what would you say has been your most successful sphere of influence and marketing for you personally? Yeah. So, I mean, I think one thing, part of the reason why this job is just something that I love to do is I'm, I love connecting with people, keeping old friendships revive just because I care about people, you know? Um, and so even before I was in real estate, you know, I just, that's kind of one, what I think one of the things that I love to do was just keep up my friendships. So going out to lunch, just meeting up with people, things like that. So I think really just re- keeping those old friendships uh, rekindled has just paid huge dividends. Uh, meet with them 
Yes, yeah, actually not as regularly as, as you think, like on the schedule, but I think I just naturally have that ability to, I'll meet with them every year for fantasy football, or I'll meet them once a year, you know, watch a Cowboys game, things like that. And the, those friendships have just been able to stay connected. And then also with, with social media, I don't have to be super in people's faces, like knocking on their doors or bringing them drop by coffee every other week because they see my posts on social media. And if I'm posting regularly, they're probably going to see it, especially if the algorithm knows that they look at my stuff, it's going to keep popping up. So whether or not I've seen them in the past, however many months, if they're following me on social, they're going to see my stuff. And it's going to be like a really non in your face way to let you know, Hey, I'm here for you when you need me. Yeah. And the algorithm's doing the work of knowing what you like and know what they like. Right. So they can put people together that want to do life together. Right. Half the work is done for you already. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's right. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So really what I hear from you and I think what people would see, you know, from the other side and agents that want to build this same thing is, you know, building around your brand, building around your authentic self, trust the beard. And you can see just, I mean, from what I've heard from you today and, and what we see out there, doing something that you're passionate about, that you truly feel called and led to do, building that trust through relationships, relationships of people you already have, relationships of people that you are attracting to you and, and serving them well, serving them well and authentically in your best way. And if you're not the right person to serve them, make sure you have a network of people that you could put them into their hands so that everyone wins and everyone has a better experience. Sound about right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Be honest with people. Be yourself. Be honest. People really value honesty. Um, it's, and, it's, and people just lie to get sales, especially real estate agents. They have a bad rap probably next to used car salesmen. Don't lie. Right. Be honest. A lot of them came yeah. from car sales. I don't know if that's like a <laughs> Man, that's probably a correlation there. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah. So just be honest. I mean, I was, yeah. Yeah. Just think, just be honest with people. And, and just, if you're not the best agent to serve them, say, Hey, I might not be the best one, but I can help you find that. And a lot of times they're going to say, yeah, sure. That would be great. Um, I was dealing with a client not too long ago and they just wasn't the best culture fit. This person was uh, from another country. And so there was a communication issue there with myself and that person. Uh, and so I was able to to refer him to another agent that, that had that um, culture in his background. And so it was able to be perfect, but I wasn't the best agent for them. And, and it was just a smooth transition. Well, but I'm going to correct you right there because it sounds like you were the best agent for them because the best agent puts them in the right place, right? Mm, amen. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew what you meant. I know what you meant. Oh, this has been awesome. It's been so good to get to know you and I wish you so much success. And I think that what you've had to say today is going to help so many people. Listen, I love to close out with a little bit of rapid fire, five little things, uh, questions designed just for you. So short, sweet, and to the point as we close up here. So first and foremost, Favorite restaurant or food? Oh man, I I love. Um, I go to uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse every year for my birthday, and I get their their dry aged steak ribeye. Oh, it's so good! Love that. Oh, nice. You're hungry now. I can see you ready to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Best part about be best part about being a girl dad. Oh, I get so many hugs. I got so much love. My my four daughters are are incredible, and um, man, they they just they give me so many hugs, and I can't get enough of them. Oh, I love that. All right, pet peeve. Oh man, well here I'll give you one that's real estate related. I got a pet peeve whenever they the, the listing photos are just from like a phone, 
and you can even see the person like the listing agent like in the mirror of the bathroom oh my goodness those yes. are the worst <laughs> good photos good photos all right this is selfishly mine best loan officer quality oh best i think just responsiveness i mean you have to be competent like we talked about earlier um, but those, those should be a given. If this is your profession, I think like it should be a given. You're competent at your job and you're able to do the duty well. Um, outside of that, I think responsiveness. If, if, if it's three o'clock on a Saturday and I just submitted an offer for a buyer, I need to be able to call you and tell you, hey, dude, I just submitted this, this offer. Will you please reach out to the listing agent or whatever I need done and they can do it quickly. Especially in times like these, right? Where things are fast moving. All right. Last, but certainly not least, your number one piece of real estate advice. Oof, man, I guess it depends on who's asking. That's the first thing. Um, if um, if you are... Should, okay, let me ask you this. From the buyer's perspective, from like a buyer or seller's perspective? You choose. I choose? You choose. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say leverage social media if you're an agent. And if you're not an agent, use an agent that has the power of social media on their side. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I think we've all learned that we can trust the beard and it was an honor to have you on the show today. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks for having me. It was a great time here.